Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm so excited to have you with me today. I have an amazing guest on. She's someone that I've known for quite some time. She has been instrumental in helping me test tons of my training and programs, and so I just love her to pieces. Her name is Cynthia Thompson, and she is phenomenal. Let me just share a little bit about her with you so that you will know just how phenomenal she is. She's the owner of Heart and Soul Health and Wellness. She started her business selling Avocare products as an independent distributor in 2017. In 2018, she created Shine and Fly, her Shine and Fly ministry to help women fly. And fly is actually an acronym for finally love themselves. She has built a virtual gathering place where her community talks about their struggles. They share each other's happy, they share in each other's happiness. They inspire one another and they help each other to heal when that is needed. Heart and Soul has enabled Cynthia to live out her passion of truly helping other people. Heart and Soul and Wellness, Health and Wellness. Heart and Soul Health and Wellness has quickly grown beyond Allen, and she has customers in all 50 states. Her awesomeness has landed her on the Avocare Champions Council for five years. Now, in addition to being a great businesswoman and coach, she enjoys volunteering her time to local schools and charities. She's on the board for the foundation of Allen Schools here locally. She's an ambassador for the Allen Fairview Chamber of Commerce. And she is a suicide survivor volunteer for Life Path Systems. In addition to that, she is a committee member for the Texas Health Resource Foundation. She was instrumental in raising over $1 million, yes, that's with an M, for local organizations and charities over the past 10 years. Now, if all of that weren't enough, Cynthia also started her own women's ministry in 2017 to help women share their stories of healing. Now, I don't know what makes you more phenomenal than anything that that I've just described in Cynthia because she is just an amazing person and I'm so excited to have her here on the podcast today. So I want you to buckle up because this is a great interview. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? All right. So as you know, we are talking to Cynthia Thompson today, and I'm so excited to have her on. Cynthia and I are good friends. We've been friends for a very long time because we're both members of the Allen Fairview Chamber of Commerce. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but... We're a pretty tight bunch over there at the chamber and we support each other hook, line and sinker. Um, and Cynthia has been a great supporter of me and all the things that I have to offer. We'll get to that at some point. But for now, I want to welcome Cynthia. So Cynthia, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for having me. I Absolutely. appreciate you. Absolutely. Now. We just heard your fabulous bio. You know, we know how awesome you are, but 
there's always something that people leave out and I want to know what that is. So share with us something that wasn't in your bio that we might just be fascinated by. Okay. So something not in my bio that might fascinate people um, is how I actually decided to stick with what I was doing, all the things in my bio. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was actually out on a walk because I love walks. And I think it's very important for people to move their bodies. And I was talking to God and asking him guidance and should I continue on the path that I'm on? Show me, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, a beautiful butterfly starts flying around me out of nowhere and just flew around me for like two minutes. And I just started crying and I said, thank you. Looked up and said, thank you. I get it. Because my mom loved butterflies and I lost my mom when I was 19. So that right there is something that is not in my bio because that's not something that, you know, I share a whole lot because I think that it's hard to explain how you continue with your passion sometimes mm -hmm. and that you know, but I think that that's, I think it's a great way for people to know it's okay. It's okay to be, um, not sure and ask for to help. Find, to find the, to find the, the, the assurance outside of yes. yourself. I think that's yeah. important too. I love that example because we, you know, we get sort of bogged down by societal norms and conditioning and we, have these feelings and these thoughts and we get confused and we have limiting beliefs and all those things. And you were just on a walk. And sometimes it's in the simplest of things where we find the validation, the comfort. And a lot of us are overlooking that, that we might be missing that. And that could be contributing to our stress and our frustration and our overwhelm because we're not looking mm -hmm. at what's right in front of us. And I think you did a great job with that. That's a great story. I love that. I hope someone can get, and get something from that because quieting our minds and quieting exactly. our bodies and really listening to what is being, you know, shared with us, you know, is, is important. So that's really cool. Thank you, Cynthia. No, Cynthia I you'd be <laughs> yes, to have on the show. Okay. So moving along those lines, what are some lessons that you've learned about yourself that have helped you to be a better entrepreneur? Because like you said, you, you were shown this sign of a butterfly that kind of gave you the ability to kind of move forward in what it is you wanted to do. And um, I'm sure that there are other lessons that people can glean from your experiences. So what are some of the things that you've learned? Um, so with that, after that walk, I just took a deep breath and I said, okay, what are you going to do now? So you're going to listen, you're going to stop and listen, but listening comes in it brings you into the to the equation because you actually offered me a piece of free advice and it was probably one of the things that changed my entire perspective on having a business um and you gave me the advice of stop selling yourself stop selling the products and sell your heart because i hear your heart in there so i took that and I literally sat down and I wrote out all of the things that you said to me and what I needed to do 
whether it was pray, whether it was the work I needed to do, get out and do, how I spoke, how I presented myself, all of those things. And that's how, that was the first lesson and that taking that step. And then always, my heart always thinks of other people. So, you know, during COVID, that was hard for everybody. So my second lesson with that is sitting down and saying, what can I do for other people from my house? Because I'm lonely. I'm outgoing. I love to be around people. And I see people on Facebook. They're lonely. I see it. I, I feel it in my heart. So what can I do to cheer them up? So there I set another goal to, to try to cheer people up from my home to theirs. And that's, that's what I did. So just sitting down and finding what I needed to do by listening to what you said, listening to God, you know, and just looking and listening to what I had written down for myself to accomplish. Right. And so one of the other things that I always remember you saying too, is you got to empty your bag. And I know that we'll talk about this at some point, but that was part of the training. And I'm like, this is perfect because this is what I've been doing. I've been getting rid of all of these things that are holding me back. Mm. And they're things that I created for myself. <laughs> these are great lessons. Um, one of the things that I think that we can all get from what you just said, it, it kind of stood out to me is you found your happiness when you were serving other people. And I think it's it's important for us to get this because in business and life, you know, just in general, yeah. people want to get the most out of something. Like, it seems like the goal is to get, what can I get? How can I get? Right. When can right. I get? And it's very <laughs> seldom that we think, what can I give? How can I serve? How can I show up for someone else? And um, that in and of itself is a way to reach your goals and, and to achieve the things that you want to achieve and easier with less stress, right? Because it's, right. you know, I don't know, every time I look at something on television or, or, or just when I watch other experts and they're giving advice, it's always about do what you love, give of yourself. Don't look at it as something that you're in it for the money, you exactly. know, that's when all the stress and, and overwhelm comes in. And what you just said, the lessons that you learn all stemmed from you serving, you giving of yourself in a way. Those were great lessons that we can all take and probably live a much happier, much easier life. <laughs> it certainly, well, it certainly I, lifts burdens for sure. Right. I do, you know, want to also state you can't lose yourself in that process because mm -hmm. a lot of times it's easy to, to serve others and lose yourself. But that was one of the lessons I had to, I had to do was this time is for me and this time is for others. Certainly you have to fill your cup first mm -hmm. and give yep. out of overflow. I say this all the time, yep. have to fill yourself first and give out of your overflow. Cause if you're giving out of a deficit, you're, you're going to feel less than you're going to feel like okay. you are sacrificing, like you are giving up things. And that's, that too is a hard pill to swallow when you're trying right. to do things. But if you fill your cup first, you never feel empty and it's easy to give. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not sacrificial at all. I love right. that. So 
Um, how could you, or how would you, because you, we run into this a lot and you do a great job of this in the chamber and just outside of things, um, encourage other people, motivate other people. Guys, she's got a Facebook group, Shine and Fly, and she just motivates everybody. She starts great conversations. Um, I'll get to this in a minute, but she, I recently did a reset, a 10 day reset with her. And y'all, when I tell you she sent the most inspiring, motivating, encouraging messages every day. And you can tell that they were well thought out. It was like day one, she sent something inspiring. Day two, she sent something motivational. Day three, she encouraged you and gave you an example of something that she had gone through that you might be able to relate to. It was a very well thought out process. I was so impressed. I even mentioned it to you. I was like, do you do this? Is this something that you send out? This is great. I love it. I love it. We can all learn from each other. And as long as I've been in business, that was just phenomenal. And I was like, I'm going to steal that from my program. I love that. Um, But having said all of that, how would you encourage someone that might be struggling with improving their, their just emotional health, their physical health, their spiritual health? How would you go about helping them with their, with their health and wellness? I personally think that in my journey, and that's the first thing I'll, I'll sit down. I like to meet with people um, either in person. And if they can't do that, I want to have a conversation over the phone. Um, and really dig down deep and ask them hard questions because I feel like, especially as women, we are afraid to answer a hard question. And I had to ask myself hard questions to get to where I'm at peace. I'm finally at peace and to be at peace and happy together. It is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't have days that are stressed out or week that I'm stressed it doesn't mean that, but I'm able to calm down. But what, what I like to do is I ask questions, <laughs> as you know, um, I'm going to ask somebody, okay, tell me, for example, if somebody wants to work on their physical health, well, that stems from your brain, that stems from your heart, that stems from your gut, it's all connected. So tell me what you're struggling with. Are you struggling with work? Are you struggling with family? Are you struggling with your appearance? Um, let's get down to what is actually affecting you and how we can work together to help each other, not just help her or the person who's asking, but help each other. Because every time I help someone, I'm holding myself accountable as well to stay on the path where I'm at at this peace and happiness path and my physical health as well. So I may ask some questions if, like, you know, is it work? Is it, are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? It depends on what the person is actually struggling with, but I always find out that it's all connected from mental and spiritually it's all connected once you get those things, but I'm going to start asking questions and I'm going to motivate people to dig down deep in themselves and answer my questions. And if they can't answer them to me, then we need to work on that, right? We need to work on it. And you don't always have to answer me, but that's how I'm going to help you get past your struggles. And maybe 
just maybe I might have had the same struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's important. I think, like you said, um, when you encouraging someone or you're motivating them when they're going through their own pain to Mm -hmm. establish the foundation of the pain, because that's where, like you said, everything's connected. If it's a heart issue, your mind and your your mind mm-hmm. and your gut are going to be included. If it's a gut issue, your heart and your mind are going to be included. Mm-hmm. And so understanding the foundation of the problem is the only way to really solve the problem and to improve improve the situation. That's a good way to start. And I'm sure people, you've, you've helped a ton of people and you're just, like I said, I can't emphasize enough how encouraging and inspiring you are. And God, I don't know, but it's like, I don't know if Cynthia sleeps because she <laughs> is everywhere I mean we have been on several committees together and that girl is like a Tasmanian devil when it comes to getting stuff done so she is always out in the community always serving and so if there is anybody that can help you improve your health and wellness it's her because she has to be healthy and she has to be well in order to be able to do the stuff that she is doing outside of her home I do sleep and I sleep very well and and I think that that is a huge reason for me to, you know, continue on my health journey because you have to be able to sleep. Yeah. You have to. Well, girl, it, it's if from the outside looking in, it's like you're up before the chickens and you don't go to bed <laughs> until, nope. you know, I don't even know when because you're always out and about. But I love that you're able to help so many people, encouraging them so that they can overcome their struggles in the health and wellness space. So it's awesome. So thank you. Yeah. The next question I have for you is what do you think, what role do you think mindset has in one's ability to achieve their goals and be comfortable with their current circumstances? We've touched on this a little bit, but not really. I mean, we've kind of talked about how the mind and the gut and the spirit or the heart are all connected, but where would you put mindset in there in terms of overcoming things and, and, and improving their circumstances? That may be, that goes back to the, the question before too. It, it's all about mindset. Um, you know, if I have some stressful morning, like actually I just had one this morning and my mind is just focusing and, and, and doing running on a hamster wheel, like we just, we do and replaying that same thing and focusing on that one thing. What happens to the rest of our day? What do we eat? Oh, uh, we might forget to right. eat or we're not eating Stressed right. Or we're out, worried. Things. Mm-hmm. So I think the more that we can discuss it with a friend, we can, I mean, my biggest, my first thing is going to be pray. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to talk out loud to God. And the second thing I'm going to find a friend that I can do. I'm just going to say this because my husband's not here. So I'm going to find a friend or, you know, my sister, my daughter, somebody that I can just throw this out of my mouth, get it off my heart and give, say, Hey girl, you, you, you know, you're just focusing on that. So kind of a reminder, but to me, mindset is huge in every aspect of every part of your life. It's your being. Mm. It's if you are focusing on the negative, everything in your life is going to be negative. True. If you're focused on complaining, that's all you're going to ever do. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I was never, I've never been a negative person and I've never been not happy, if you will, but I have focused on things that 
I'm worried about. But when I start releasing them, I don't hold on to them anymore. So my mindset's like, okay, God is working here. I just have to trust him and go on. Right. Do you so, find, do you find, cause this is what you just said is so true. I have to talk out loud too. If I don't <laughs> say, if it's something that is bothering me, my, my mind, this is what I think is important about what you just said. My mind will take me places that my heart knows better, yep. right? And vice versa. My heart right. will take me places that my mind knows better. But mm -hmm. what I have to do, and it sounds like you're like me, if there is a struggle or a frustration or an anger or a hurt, I have to say it out loud. So I vent, for me, it's my best friend, my sister, my partner in crime, Shelby. I will call her and complain and fuss and do all the yelling and screaming and mm -hmm. just get it all out. Right. <laughs> yep. So that let's say it's an issue I'm having with my husband. Afterwards, I can go to him calmly. Yeah. I can talk to him and it, all that, the fussing and the yelling and the screaming and the anger is gone because I did that with yeah. Shelby. So now I could talk to him calmly. And you have to, and even in situations where you have the hurt and the pain, Going to God, because I uh, I do the same thing. I'll pray about it. And I'm like, okay, Lord, now listen. And I talk to him like I'm talking to you. Like, okay, Lord. Exactly. Listen. This is what the deal is. And this is what you need to do. And then I have to tell myself, it's okay. Like you, like you just said, God's got it. It's not a control. It's not that big of a deal. You've made it bigger than it is. It'll be over soon, whatever it is. And I think that's the piece that people miss. And I didn't want them to miss that in what you just said. It's not that you aren't going to feel. It's not that right. the thing that you don't believe is not going to happen. It's just you have to be able to jolt yourself back into the reality of what it is you believe. And sometimes that means you've got to say the thing out loud to someone and you've got to give it the voice it needs in a controlled right. environment so that you can then say to yourself, okay, that was that I've, I've done it. It's over. I've said it. I felt it. This is the reality of the situation. That's the same thing. Like I actually was just talking to my husband the other day about something. And he said, you keep saying the same thing over and over. And I said, but yes, I have to say it out loud because I have to get it off of out of here because I know, like you said, in my heart, it's this, this, my heart is my, my voice. Mm -hmm. This is not where you need to be using your voice from, mm -hmm. right? We know that. But if I'm working with somebody, that's the first thing I'm going to work on is their mindset. And I have multiple questions, whether it's my women's group or whether it's somebody that I'm helping for physical health or, or whatever. I always start with, what are you doing? What's your struggle? And then I, all the questions that I asked them, I find somewhere in there, how they're stuck on their mindset by their way. They answer me. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So then I very carefully will try to inspire and motivate them to change their mindset on things. I I'm not trying to change people's opinions on anything in this world except how to love themselves mm, that's mm. all I'm working on so good so good I love that I I think that you have hit the nail on the head with that one like mindset is just so important and 
it it really does govern everything mm-hmm. we do and the way we react um, yeah. to things. And um, yeah, it's very important to get that going. Okay, I'm going to so- tell you one last thing about that word because it just it just made me think of something. Um, I don't react anymore. I don't react. And that was huge for me to learn. So I got to go back to question. I think it was two or mm-hmm. whatever. A lesson about learned. The lessons. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. When I stopped reacting and I either started responding or I just said, hey, it's okay. Like you said, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That now is huge. That. Mm-hmm. that is huge. Because, some, because a lot of times we react spontaneously without thought. Exactly. And that's why mindset is so important because when you change your mindset and you think, okay, I have control of me. I, you know, one of the things that I talk about when I'm coaching people is that, you know, you have to be in control of you. You can do whatever you want to, as long as you can deal with the consequences of your actions. But mindset is what's going to control that and, and, and not reacting too quickly, thinking, thinking. Just are saying it out loud because my mom taught me it's a huge lesson that we all know, but her biggest thing that she enforced in me and my sister is if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't talk. Yep. Don't talk. Yep. Very good lesson. (laughs) Very good lesson that I've struggled to follow in the past, but I'm working on it as well. Um, Listen, I want to get into what it is you do. I don't want to take up all of this time talking about, um, you know, other things. I want to hear yeah. everybody to know what it is you do. You are a health and wellness coach and you talked about how you talk to people and you help them with their mindset. You've touched on the physical, you've touched on the emotional and the spiritual. You, we've talked about your shine and fly group, but give us more specifically what it is um, you do with your businesses and your foundation, your nonprofit, and tell us a little bit about that before we before we move on. And then I'm going to let you go because I know you're a busy little bee. (laughs) So my business is Heart and Soul Health and Wellness, and I use Advocare supplements as my tool to help people. But by doing that, I'm going to like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to ask the questions. Like I sent you a list of questions and, and sometimes they're the same to everybody, but sometimes I'll, I'll adjust them depending on what I think this person might be trying to accomplish. If I really want to dive in deeper and I know that you were just trying to do the reset to bring in the the good, some of the good vitamins and, mm-hmm. and, and the good vegetables and the fruits and things that you're eating. So that was a little bit different, but <clears throat> I think that as far as what I do with that business, I want to, I want to talk one-on-one. It goes back to that. I want to talk one-on-one with people. I want to see where you are. I want to see if you're even taking supplements. I want to see how much water you're drinking, the foods you're eating, if you're even moving your body. I want to know. I know you're going to show me your water. I know. Look at I got mine too. Um, so that's what I that's where my that's what I changed in my business in 20. I think it was 2018 when you gave me the piece of advice. I literally just went with what my heart was telling me and I want to meet people. And if my, if the products that I'm using don't work for people, that's okay too. Because if you want me to help you, I could still help you. 
without those products. Okay. Yeah. And obviously my business is selling those products, but that doesn't mean I'm going to abandon you. Right. And I'm going to, I want to help. And that's, I think that's, that's the bottom line here is I just mm-hmm. want to help people. Yeah. Your, your um, <clears throat> heart and well, heart and soul business is like you said, it's um, just in case you didn't catch that. She is a health and wellness coach, if you will. She uses Advocare products as her tool, but mm-hmm. um, her knowledge about, you know, how to improve your health and wellness is really, in my opinion, her superpower. And she does use these um, this product to sort of as a tool that can help. But beyond that tool, the conversations, the coaching, the questions she asked, like she talked about getting deep into the mindset and understanding where the true struggle lies is kind of, I think where she, where she really does shine. Um, She doesn't, in my opinion, she doesn't need a tool to help because she's the tool herself, but I keep letting her think she needs Advocare. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to adjust that. I'll let, I'll let her continue on because she does an amazing job and the products are really good. And um, she's helped a, a ton of people. Um, but she's amazing herself, not just. Thank you. Does a great job. <laughs> Does a great job. And then tell us about your nonprofit, Shine and Fly. So, my ministry, Shine and Fly, I started in 2017, um, and just started small with just a group of women to come over to the house and share recipes, talk about their day if they had a hard day at work, and just bond, right, sisterhood, if you will. Um, because I was really struggling. I was really struggling mentally at that time. And I, I talked to my husband and he said, I, I think you need people to talk to, like get a group. It was actually, we, we decided this together. So I have him to say thank you to that. But obviously God was, gets the glory. But I, I think that when COVID hit again, I'm there and I'm like, what can I do to help women? I'm lonely and I see so many women just sad and, and not knowing what to do. What can I do? So in 20 January of 2020, I held, and I had little meetings up until that time. Like we got together, we did whatever, and it was really great, but it grew in January of 2019 because I messaged a bunch of people in my group and I said, Hey, what would y'all think about doing a zoom? And we can discuss the word of the year. Everybody pick a word of the year and I'm going to drop off goodies. And I even have some women that live out of state. So I sent them a little gift card um, so that they could buy their own little goodies and snacks so that we could have it together on the Zoom. And I, another nonprofit who is uh, gives or sells little hearts, I had her engrave everybody's word of the year on there. And then I had about, I guess 30 women on the zoom in January of 2019 in the evening. It was amazing. There were tears, there was laughter, there were more tears and there was more laughter. (laughs) We had the best time. And I asked everybody if they felt comfortable sharing their word of the year and why they chose it. And my ministry grew from there. So now I hold events, um, small events for women. They're not huge. Um, just because I want to keep it small so that every woman in there, you've been, every woman mm-hmm. can have a chance to speak. I want them to share because 
to me and my mission for this is every woman has a story to share and it's my job to help them share it so they can heal. Mm, lovely. So, yeah, we did the vision boards. That was fun. Yeah. I've been to mm-hmm. a couple of them, I think. Um, yeah, we one, did I, actually. I spoke at one and then I did, did the one with the vision board. You did. You spoke at the one how to, how something about breaking habits that break you mm, remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it was breaking habits that break you and that was a big one that was uh, good that was really good I mean the feedback I get from these women is that they just need somebody to talk to and mm-hmm. I get so I it's just so much love again and, we're back to serving you did that yeah. in an attempt to to heal yourself, but you knew that other people needed it. So you, you served in that way. You gave other people opportunities to grow and and to shine, if you will. Exactly. I truly, I truly believe that the more you talk about something, the less power it has over you. Yes. So I have one (laughs) last question before I let you go, Cynthia. Okay. It's a question that I ask everyone. Um, that is on my podcast. It's a very simple one to ask. It may not be that simple to answer, but here it goes. The name of my podcast is the CEO Mindset Podcast. And this is all about constantly evolving and being open to failing forward. So I want to know from you, how do you constantly evolve and how do you stay open to failing forward? I think they go together, Andrea, because I learned from, from, making mistakes and failure I'm not hold I'm not afraid to fail because what's going to come on the other side of that is evolving mm-hmm. because I've learned mm. I've learned so good great that was an easy question I, for you to answer good yes deal. I you can tell that I think about this a lot <laughs> my word <laughs> yes. of the year is fearless by the way Oh, I love it. We did have to come up with words at you your, um, at your vision board. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 You I can't did. remember what mine was. I'm actually sitting here looking at mine across the thing. So yeah, mine's fearless. I'll go back. I can look at pictures and see, but I mean that to me, it's an easy question because if you're open to failure, isn't that how you learn? Yes, that is true. Failure is your first attempt in learning. Okay. And I've said that, and I say that in my program, I say that on, in my videos and my podcasts is that that failing forward informs mm-hmm. the next attempt. So you're, you have no other choice, but to grow because you're not going to try the thing that you failed at again, you learn right. that's not the right way. So then you move on to the next, that's forward motion. Moving on to the next thing. So I'm not going to yeah. hold on to that piece of failure at that moment. Right. Now I'm not reacting to it. I might have a little panic attack and talk to somebody, like I said, as well, we we're should. Human. We're human. We are yeah. human. And that's just how we are. But I'm not going to stay there. It's kind of like you talk about your bags all the time. Right. Right. Yep. Put it like, get it out of there. That's not That doesn't <laughs> need to stay. It's not yours to deal no. with. Give it back to wherever it came from. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia, for being on the podcast. I so appreciate you for taking time. We've been trying to get this done for some time, and I'm glad we were finally able to do it. Um, Guys, if you are struggling with your mindset, if you are struggling with your health and wellness, or if you just need someone that is going to 
help you shine and fly, you definitely want to reach out to Cynthia. All of her information will be in the show notes because she's a, she's a wealth of information and she's just a fantastic person to know. She's so motivating and encouraging and inspiring. And if that's what you need, definitely reach out to her. Um, again, all of her information will be in the show notes. But until next time, guys, please be sure to think about how you can constantly evolve and be open to those failures because it's in those failures where you find growth where you're able to learn from your mistakes and move forward. And that's what we want. So until next time, thank you for listening. This has been the CEO Mindset Podcast. Thanks, Cynthia. Thank you, Andrea. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I want to hear all about them. And I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes, along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.